The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes to our listeners around the world in Mexico, Brazil, and Spain, and in the states of Michigan, Texas, and New York. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show's success possible. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul. As you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur. Unlike unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace and wealth so please use these tips my tip for this week is in honor of our topic today turn fear into love fear is an illusion use it to create the positive when you go into fear ask yourself what quality of love do I need more of compassion forgiveness patience empathy understanding then look for ways to bring that quality more strongly into your life. Allowing love to replace the illusion of fear is really the key to bringing all good things into your life, including creativity. I have walked this journey and I know what it's like to be afraid to express my creativity, to be afraid of the judgment, the criticism, the rejection. When you express Expose your heartfelt creativity. It's like being naked in front of the world. The last thing you want is to be laughed at. 
So instead, we hide the most vulnerable and the most authentic parts of ourselves. And that's why the next workshop I'm doing is called Creativity of Self-Expression. I want everyone to feel safe exploring and expressing their unique creativity. All children are naturally creative. Even Picasso said, every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist as he grows up. This is because as we grow up, we develop inhibitions, fears, and doubts that block us, seal us off from our innate creative self-expression. Creativity takes many forms like writing, art, music, dance, cooking, juggling, and so on. With my help, you will get what you need and many people will have major breakthroughs that had eluded them until now. We all have our own creative self-expression. Come and unleash yours. In our time together, you will dissolve the hidden blocks to your creativity. Discover your unique self-expression. Move effortlessly from inhibition to freedom. Master new techniques to take home with you. Leave with new insights purpose and energy. As Michelle Walder, a coach and counselor who was a previous participant wrote, Dr. Paula's workshop helped me get in touch with my own unique style of creativity. Through well thought out explorative exercises, she encouraged me to express myself fully and authentically without judgment. What a gift. We'll be at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas, Texas, Sunday, July 17th. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area. And looking ahead, mark your calendar for August 21 when I'll be teaching Introduction to Tarot, Oracle, and Insight Cards. And then October 16th for Creating Financial Abundance. And for those of you who want a more positive and fulfilling life, I have a powerful recommendation. Immediately upon waking in the morning, set your timer for three minutes and silently repeat these two sentences over and over again. You are love as you are loved. All is love as all is loved. The first is you are love, L-O-V-E, as you are loved, L-O-V-E-D. All is love, L-O-V-E, as all is loved, L-O-V-E-D. Doing this one thing will bring more positivity into your life. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing, with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. 
We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Peter Dennis, who will talk with us about spirituality. Last week, we spoke with the Reverend Dr. Matthew Fox about creation spirituality. In 1993, he was excommunicated from the Catholic Church, partially because he referred to God as mother, preferred the concept of original blessing over original sin, did not condemn homosexuality, and his beliefs included teachings from numerous spiritual traditions, including Buddhism, Judaism, Hinduism, and Native Americans, because of what he refers to as getting into trouble for his beliefs, he became an international leader with a huge following. Because of the publicity, a lot of people became aware of him, like myself, who would not have otherwise. 30 books later, with 60 translations into 60 languages, he has influenced many to become more inclusive and open. He looks for what we have in common across religions rather than looking for what divides us. His approach is one of acceptance and compassion with an emphasis on justice and a love of nature. He and I also spoke at length about the importance of creativity as a path to God as an and as an expression of God's love. For more on creation spirituality with his insights into the shootings in Orlando, I highly recommend that you listen to this show. At the end, he spoke about the need to understand that there is evil in the world. He thanked me for having this radio show where we can discuss these important ideas. His comment touched me deeply because I have learned so much from his books over the years. To receive his gratitude for having him on my show was truly a blessing. To listen to this fascinating conversation, I encourage you to go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and click on radio show at the top of the navigation. You can hear this show or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. My silver lining story today can best be told through this piece that I wrote at the end of 1999. As is often the case, it took me a long time to understand its true meaning. I just wrote in a flow without um, judging what I was writing or thinking about it. So this was a direct message to me and now to you. 
she gave her the emphatic instruction, do not open the jar. Her curiosity, however, however, overcame her. She knew she shouldn't. She knew she should be good and follow her mother's instructions. She knew this. And she couldn't resist. She had been the good girl for too long, for too long, too many years, too many decades. She had done what she was supposed to do for always up until now. That is, she had been the good daughter. Don't make waves. Don't bother anyone. Don't cause trouble. Don't stand out. And above all, don't distinguish yourself. Her mom was the star. Her mom was the beauty, the light, the life, the queen. And no one, least of all her, was allowed to share the spotlight. She somehow knew this from birth because she was always the good baby, the compliant, helpful one, the dependable one, the strong, sensible, and logical one, until until she had had all she could take of submerging herself, pretending that she didn't matter, going to great lengths to be the peacemaker, to be the caring, quiet, supportive, behind-the-scenes daughter, always stepping back, making everyone else's life possible until she broke. She didn't know it was going to happen. It was not predictable from her previous behavior. She normally wouldn't intentionally disregard her mother. That was what was so odd. She really had no premeditated intent. It just sort of happened. One minute she was looking at the beautiful box, protecting it, covering it with her hands, feeling every inch, dreaming about the contents. As she maneuvered her fingers over the box, she suddenly felt the clasp. She continued the flow of her explorations by opening the latch and then the lid as if in a dream, a trance, having no conscious awareness of her actions. The process was so natural and seamless that it wasn't until she was exploring the inside of the box that she became aware of her mother's presence in the room and the meaning of what she was doing. The breach between them was permanent now. She had disobeyed. She had rewritten their unspoken agreement. She had dared an act of defiance. But even more telling, an act of independence. So now the contents of the box were revealed and the story of their lives changed forever. When I wrote this in December of 1999, just days before the beginning of a new millennia, I thought I was writing about my relationship with my mother. When I reread it recently, I realized that it was much deeper than that. It's really symbolic of how women have for too long been the quiet behind the scenes facilitators of everyone else's lives, denying our own sense of self and our own self-empowerment. The turn of the century is significant. It ushered in new energy, energy that is just manifesting this year with the divine feminine coming into the world in a new way. Like in my story, the box is open and cannot be closed again. But the divine feminine is not just about women's empowerment. It's about opening up to the creative and intuitive forces within all of us that we have been shut 
off from. We have been guided to open those connections and those of us who have been willing to break from the old belief systems that the logical mind is all the counts have been following our own intuition and our own creativity. We have been learning to open up to the spiritual realm and to gain the wisdom of the ages that we had been separated from. It is through the divine feminine that new technologies, tools, and methodologies for healing will be coming into our physical world. We need to break from the traditions that told us to be good and to do it the safe way. It is actually the unseen world that is the safe way. As I've learned to connect with the divine feminine, I've suffered the rejection of those who do not understand and who believe that I've betrayed them by violating the rules. In fact, in violating their rules, I was actually honoring the rules or ways of the past. The divine feminine has always been the path to experiencing the positive, creative, and intuitive energy of the universe. It's why the Reverend Dr. Matthew Fox refers to God as mother, as did many mystics before him. So my silver lining story today is really about the joy I've come to experience by breaking with current tradition while realigning with an older tradition when women were healers and oracles like the oracle at Delphi. In this realignment, I found my true self, a profound connection with the positive spiritual forces in the universe, my creativity, strength, self-empowerment, trust in my choices, acceptance, unconditional love, freedom, and even those elusive qualities of peace and happiness. It doesn't mean that I'm always smiling and bubbly. It means that because I've centered within myself and happy with myself in my life, even when I have times of sadness, I know that I'm experiencing the full range of life and the sadness is real but fleeting. And when it passes through, there will be even more room for happiness and joy. Our guest today, Peter Dennis, has an master's of business administration and is the past president of the Richmond Hill Chamber of Commerce, the Human Resource Professional Association of Windsor District and the Ontario chapter of the International Graphoanalysis Society. Peter is a certified consulting hypnotist, a meditation teacher, speaker, and personal coach. He was a human resources executive and as a university lecturer, he taught human resource management, emotional intelligence, metaphysics, handwriting, analysis, and self-reliance. His latest book is Spirituality, Understanding It, and Pursuing It. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my workshop, Creativity, a Self-Expression, or to schedule one in your area. Then click on Store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment, and go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Peter Dennis to talk about spirituality. Thank you. 
The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too, while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the nourishment of the spirit i always appreciate hearing from you my listeners and as a top rank show when you choose to advertise with me you reach hundreds of thousands of people if this interests you or if you want to become part of the conversation today please call 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com i value you and what you have to say so please Please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down how you're bringing spirituality into your life. And I'm so pleased to welcome Peter Dennis here to talk with us about spirituality. Hello, Peter. It's great to have you on the show. Oh, thank you very much, Paula. It's great to be here. Thank you. Uh, And I was wondering if you'd help us get to know you a little bit and how you got on this path of spirituality. Mm. Well, you know, I've come to the conclusion, Paula, that everybody's on a spiritual path. Uh, (laughs) It's just a lot of us don't know it. (laughs) But uh, I've always had an interest in things that you might uh, classify as metaphysical. You know, from a young guy, I used to read all these weird books and uh, Edgar Casey and Lobsang Rampa, and then I got into some of the channel stuff. So I always had an interest in it. Um, my career was in business, and uh, that wasn't the ideal forum for uh, expressing some of these interests, but uh, I was able to teach meditation and uh, various courses uh, as I was in business. 
and uh, maybe sneak the odd idea into some of the supervisor training programs that I used to run, that sort of thing. But uh, it's just always been an interest. And now that I've uh, retired from having to earn a living, uh, I have lots of latitude and I've been able to write about it, speak about it, that sort of thing. Fabulous. Thank you for sharing that. And I just want to add that I think you were in the right place because you carry a certain energy, even when you weren't directly talking about these things. We do influence people on an unconscious, unseen level. So maybe you were doing just what you were supposed to do. (laughs) Uh, You're probably right. Yeah. Um, So talk to us about what is spirituality. It's a big topic and not everyone really understands what it is, what it means. Yeah, well, there's lots of ways to come at it. And I'm sure if you asked a room full of people uh, for their thoughts on it, you'd get a whole range of things. But I guess there's a short version and a long version. And uh, the short version is simply... um, Spirituality is a state of existence where we're no longer physical. You know, so that's one sentence to maybe sum it up. But uh, physics has a lot to say about it, too. You know, if you take an electron microscope and you take a look at anything, really, it can be a table, a chair, it can be your hand. As you begin to dial down and see at a smaller and smaller level, you see the molecules and then you see the atoms and the protons and the electrons and you can keep going and you get down eventually to the tiniest particle, uh, which is called a quanta. And uh, you'll notice that there are great spaces between these particles, but these spaces are not empty. Uh, Science tells us they're filled with a vibrating energy. And it turns out that everything and every person is made up physically of this vibrating energy. And each of us has its own or our own unique uh, vibration rate. So you're vibrating at a higher level or frequency than the chair you're sitting on. And uh, among humans, we're, we're all different. But as we raise that vibration, we become less physical, less dense, and consequently, more spiritual. You can use a simple example of H2O. If you slow down the vibration by freezing it, you get ice. As you raise the temperature and raise the vibration, you get water. And if you raise it further, you get a gaseous substance or a vapor that uh, if you raise it even further, it disappears from all physicality and it's spiritual. So as we are becoming more spiritual, we are becoming less dense, less physical, and um, we're vibrating at a higher rate. Our consciousness is expanding and uh, we are indeed becoming more spiritual, which is our natural state anyway. I I, I love the the way you describe that as someone who barely made it through science um, <laughs> you, you, um, you express it in a way that even I could understand um, and and I like the analogy it really um, helps to um, concretize what it means to uh, to change um, from one state to another and 
and also, I guess, um, because we do have physical bodies, somehow we've had to figure out how to be vapor and ice at the same and water at the same time. Yes. Um, yeah, it's mind, body, spirit. And um, all of them carry their vibration. And uh, if we're advancing our spirituality, we have to work in all three arenas. Uh, you may have heard of ascended masters. And uh, the Bible speaks of Jesus having ascended. Uh, I was in China a couple of years ago with my wife, and we went into a temple that featured statues of ascended masters. And these are people who um, had presumably many lifetimes on earth, but they evolved, they became more spiritual, and ultimately they became fully spiritual and uh, no longer physical and just ceased to exist on planet earth. Uh, you can Google Ascended Masters and you'll, you'll find Jesus, Mary, St. Germain, a whole bunch of them. But uh, yes, they, uh, they were able to raise the vibration of their bodies and minds and spirit and uh, return home to the natural spiritual state. And do you believe that we are capable of that as well today? We're capable of advancing our spirituality and becoming more spiritual, whether we can do it to the degree that we cease to be physical. I, I would say most of us know, not in this uh, lifetime, that uh, there's a stage or two we go through before that. Um, you could put it this way. Um, we are in what is commonly known as the third density or the third dimension of consciousness. And it's like being in school in grade three. Uh, the next stage is known as enlightenment, and that's the fourth density or fourth dimension of consciousness. And uh, people who are enlightened, and I know a couple of them, uh, walk on planet Earth the same as the rest of us. It's just that life is a whole lot easier for them. Uh, enlightenment means more light, and they see much more of the bigger picture. They avoid the obstacles, and uh, life is a whole lot easier. But after going through that, they then become the candidates for ascension. And uh, so I'd say most of us, Paula, we're not, uh, not likely to do it in this lifetime, although this is a time of acceleration, and um, we're, we're picking up speed in that regard, you might say. And many of us believe that um, what what was supposed to have happened in December 21, 2012, um, that shift didn't happen then, but it was meant to be a shift into that fourth density, as you call it. I call it fourth dimension. And that is happening now, actually. Well... As I read it, uh, it began to happen actually before that date, uh, and it um, is continuing. Uh, the Mayan calendar picked that date and ran out at that point, and I, I think the Mayans were somehow clued in that uh, there was a new age of consciousness uh, coming around that time. Um, yeah, so that's that was kind of a turning point, and uh, new... I, uh, one way I've heard it explained is that our solar system is going through a new section of the galaxy where the energies are different, and they're allowing us to expand uh, our frequency uh, a lot quicker. 
Um, uh, and you talk in your book about the creator's purpose in creating us. Uh, how do you know what that is, and what do you believe that to be? Uh, yes, you broke that down into how do I know and how do I believe, <laughs> two different things. <laughs> uh, you know, in fairness, uh, Paula, I guess I really don't know. Um, you know, I have an opinion, and uh, I can tell you what I believe. But, uh, yeah, in my book, I use the analogy of a swimmer. Um, you know, say, for example, you have never uh, been able to swim, and you would like to learn. Well, you could talk to swimmers, you could read books on swimmers, you could watch videos on swimmers. But until you jump in the water, you experience temperature, buoyancy, pressure, <clears throat> Newton's third law, all these things, you don't have a very rich understanding of swimming. So the creator, you might say, knew everything cognitively, but didn't know experientially about its creations. So it set out to experience all the things that it had created and knew about cognitively. And uh, I don't understand how this works, but you can imagine that uh, the creator basically fragmented and went out in all directions to explore all possible creations. And some aspects of the creator uh, decided, let's explore something that's totally different to what we are. And uh, they chose two things. One is limitation, you know, the creator is perfectly unlimited. Let's play around with the idea of limitation. Also, all is one. One is all. Uh, we're, it's an integrated creator. And so let's uh, play with the idea of separation. So in order to experience those things, they created this universe of time, space, matter, etc., duality, and um, took on physical bodies and... Um, the fragments of the creator, uh, fragmented, divided, subdivided, and came down to an energy level that we call the soul. And the soul is the same essence as, as the creator. It's light energy, love, consciousness. And uh, it is the animating force of a, a human body. So what we did essentially is we decided uh, the technology, I guess, for marrying uh, the mind of the soul with the brain of the fetus through a nine-month period and create a human being. I think that uh, probably uh, sums up uh, how we got here. We are fragments of the creator. We're here to experience. The main themes that we're experiences, experiencing are limitation and uh, separation, but we're coming out of that now with the shift and with the acceleration in consciousness and new frequencies available, uh, we're beginning to realize that we are connected. We are all one. We're beginning to realize that uh, what we thought were limitations really aren't. And uh, so I don't know if that answers your question, but I uh, skated around it a bit. Well, I, I, I happen to agree with um, what you're saying. And actually, when you look at a number of the mystical traditions like Kabbalah, it talks about the, um, the breaking up of the energy and that our purpose on Earth is to collect 
all of the pieces and bring them back together into one. Um, and, and it also, you know, connects with the ideas of um, co-creating with God. God um, or that creative energy of love, whatever name one wants to give it, um, needs us on earth in order for all uh, uh, for the purpose to be manifested so we we all have to come back together as one and realize that we are limitless the concepts that you are bringing forth are the ones that I have come to believe through my path of spirituality and of exploring um, what is beyond the physical realm? Yes, um, I think more and more as this accelerating time is upon us, we're finding more and more teachers, more and more ancient uh, traditions are being surfaced. And um, yeah, there's a lot of people looking at all of these things uh, from different vantage points, but coming to very much the same conclusions. Uh, and I was wondering, you have more of a scientific mind, but if this connects with the Big Bang Theory, or am I off on that? Uh, you may be very well on, but it's uh, you uh, explained your limitations in science. Uh, mine don't extend to the Big, big Bang Theory and how that works. Um, I really can't comment very much on that, but I, I think uh, the creator in creating this physical universe uh, could have used many ways, and uh, I suspect that uh, the technology of a, a little particle of matter uh, being so dense and expanding into this universe, uh, nothing's beyond the creator, so it's very plausible. So, well, well, we'll just hang on to that in our uh, limited knowledge. <laughs> um, so, I, I wonder, this is um, kind of a big topic, and we may need to um, break during this. But to begin the discussion of what's the difference between religion and spirituality, or the connection between religion and spirituality? Mm. Yes, it may be difficult sometimes to generalize about religion because there are so many and so many variations of it. Um, The way I look at religion uh, is the way I look at many things and I ask, is this contributing to my spirituality or is it detracting from it? And uh, or another way of expressing that is it raising my vibration or lowering it? So if you walk into a church, Paula, and they're telling you, um, we have this program for helping the poor, we have a program uh, helping people to recover from uh, abuse or addiction or whatever, that kind of church is probably raising your vibration. And um, I would say that is helping you to develop your spirituality. On the other hand, if you were to walk into a church and they tell you, you are a sinner, uh, you're going to hell. Uh, you should fear God, you know, those kind of things. What do you think that's doing to your vibration? You know, it's probably lowering it. And if that's the case, then they are not helping your spirituality at all. So I think you have to be discerning and uh, consider what's going on. But there are many churches that I think are, um, you know, very positive forces in the community. They're uh, helping people advance their spirituality. And there are others that, uh, in my opinion, are not. 
So where where the connection could be, where one could be religious and spiritual, they are not necessarily in conflict, but maybe the overriding questions of is this um, are the ideas inclusive? Do they? Um, honor and respect everyone and are they connected to loving kindness, justice, mercy and the positive values in, um, in our world. Amen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, that's the kind of church I would sign up for and I think that's the, the kind that would advance spirituality very much so. And, and I just want to add the term church is really um, representative of very any religious institution, whether it's a temple or a mosque or a um, synagogue or that it's um, or a church that whatever um, place people come to gather to um, pray or worship or meditate um, or to express their beliefs in um, in the positive energies in the world. Yes, I would agree. It doesn't uh, have to be a, a building. Uh, you know, Jesus never said build cathedrals and create a hierarchy. He just said love everybody. <laughs> exactly. And that's really the basis of all religions, um, when we remove some of the specifics that are that misinterpret the true um, meaning of uh, of um, underlying meaning of every belief system, mm-hmm. so this is a good point um, for us to um, take a a quick break. And um, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You will receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking. It continues to be a gift that helps my clients heal more profoundly and it at a more rapid rate than would normally be expected. Now, on your paper, write down how you're going to increase your spirituality. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Peter Dennis to talk more about spirituality. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals. Solve your most challenging problems. 
and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down how you're going to increase your spirituality. And I'm so glad we're here with Peter Dennis to talk more on this topic. Um, Welcome back. And um, Peter, I really appreciate having you on the show and the um, knowledge and wisdom you're sharing. And I was wondering if we could go even deeper and look at what is blocking our progress. Yeah, there's really a lot of things, Paula. Um, One is simply our ego. Um, The ego is a false identity. Uh, It's not who we truly are. Who we truly are is our inner self or soul. Uh, But in separating or going through the illusion of separating from the source or the creator, we had kind of an identity gap and uh, the ego filled it. But the ego wants to keep us vibrating at our current level. It doesn't want us to progress. And that's its job. We, We created it to do that so we get all the learning and all the experience that we can from this third dimension of consciousness but the ego has uh, certain traps and uh, we're all susceptible to them uh, such things as the need to understand everything uh, the need to be right a uh, focus on what's wrong a uh, focus on the past and the future and not being in the moment a uh, focus on what's outside of us as opposed to what's going on within us so the ego plays a big role in holding our vibration down, and uh, in a sense, uh, that's a good thing. It's something we created on purpose, but uh, now we're starting to break out of that. Uh, there are a number of earth systems that are keeping our vibration down and preventing our spirituality, but with the shift, we're seeing changes in all of these. Um, 
one system is uh, we talked about the religion system for example well it used to be all fear of god and you are a sinner and that sort of thing uh now we're seeing a lot of change uh we're seeing a new pope who's out there opening some uh, uncomfortable cans but um we're also seeing a lot more outreach and um you know assistance to others and that sort of thing um, another system is the uh, financial system. Uh, nobody understands it. It's very fear-based. Uh, it's not based on any metals anymore, uh, precious metals. It's, um, you know, a $1,000 bill is the same as a $1 bill as far as uh, the cost of creating it is concerned. And the only thing that says one is worth more than the other is uh, some kind of loose trust. There's nothing backing it. Um, it encourages us to get into debt very stressful, very fear-based. The education system was built on an old Prussian system that was designed to treat uh, or to teach uh, conformity. And uh, it was designed for the military actually in Prussia years ago. Um, but Prussia became very successful. So everybody started to adapt it just as the industrial revolution came along. And of course we wanted workers at that time who wouldn't ask questions and would do as they're told. We're breaking out of that. We're seeing in education now more creative schools. We're seeing a lot of right brain kind of uh, education, private schools, um, the, the medical system. Uh, we're seeing a lot more alternative medicine. Uh, some of the old healing modalities are coming back and proving themselves. Um, but the, the old system was uh, designed to keep us in fear and keep our vibration down. Uh, you know, you're sick. you got to see your doctor regularly. Um, what else? Uh, the media system. Uh, that keeps our vibration down. It sort of transcends the other systems as well. Um, it uh, tells us uh, that we need to purchase things we don't need. It, uh, you know, tells us the news, which is mostly negative often about 10, 11 o'clock at night, just before we go to sleep when we're quite suggestible. Uh, but that's changing. Now we have social media. We have, uh, anybody can play. Um, you know, we're doing it right now, Paul. Um, so all these systems are, are changing, the food and water system. Um, you know, we we're getting reverse osmosis water, distilled water. We're getting organic foods we see in supermarkets, so organic sections that just weren't there a few years ago. So the shift is bringing all these things through these systems that have been holding our vibration down, and we're starting to break out of them now. There's other things that are holding us back. Uh, for example, we're all carrying some unconscious beliefs and uh, baggage, you might say, from many past lives. Uh, having had many past lives, or most of us have anyway, uh, we've been the good guy, the bad guy, the rich guy, the poor guy, and we're carrying around things. If, for example, you were a victim in one life, you're probably carrying around a little anger, resentment. Uh, if you were the perpetrator, you might be carrying some guilt and shame. But walking around on planet Earth today, we have no knowledge of that. It's buried deeply in our unconscious, and it's holding our vibration down. So these are a few things, uh, you know, and uh, on a conscious level, a lot of us are carrying around beliefs. Uh, I think I heard you talking about teaching abundance, and uh, there's people that believe they're not worthy and only 
criminals make money and you know things like that exactly so let me interrupt you just because we're coming to the close of this section let's talk a little bit about what can we do to advance our spirituality knowing all of these blockages what we what can we do to move forward well, if you look at those systems, we can get into a more love-based approach. And, uh, you know, with food, water, education, religion, all of these systems. But the bottom line here, really, Paula, is that if we think thoughts and engage in behaviors that make us feel good, then we're raising our vibration. Uh, so that can be anything. Uh, it can be singing, dancing, throwing a ball around. Um, just things that make us feel good. You uh-huh. may recall at the end of the video on The Secret, uh, she was drawing in the sand and she said, it's most important to feel good and be happy. And yes, uh, it is. I, I love that. And I remember my aunt who had very little, but she would turn on the radio and she would dance in her kitchen when no one was around. We can all dance, sing, play, have fun, go out and draw in the sand or dig in the dirt. Thank you so much, Peter. I love ending on the positive note, and I appreciate so much your helping us out in understanding more about spirituality. Well, thank you very much for having me, Paula. I'm enjoying listening to your program. I'll certainly tune into some more, and it's wonderful that you're doing this and uh, broadcasting it out to the world. So carry on, please. Thank you so much, and you as well. And to my listeners, you can learn more about Peter at peterhdennis.com. Thank you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page to purchase Peter Dennis's book and go to my store to purchase my books. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming abuse, 21 steps for healing the body, energy healing, the OM awakening, the ultimate creative problem solving process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, the archangels, and thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. Click on the link to register for my next workshop, Creativity is Self-Expression, Then go to calendar of events, click here to send me an email. If you have a question about a difficulty in your own life, an inspirational story to share or a success to celebrate, send me an email or leave me a phone message at 214-736-4460. If you live in Dallas, I invite you to experience my ultimate creative problem solving process, click on my meetup icon on my website and RSVP. Please join us next Thursday when Tamarack Song will 
talk with us about the language of wild animals and plants. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Oh,